0: welcome to what's on your face a podcast about beauty pop culture and all fun things on the internet
1: i'm Shade. and i'm mj welcome hi Shade, how are you hey. i'm good how are you good i'm currently camped out in our study slash closet storage closet as we're recording from home this week
0: Yeah, a lot of you guys might not know this, but we do all of our sessions in a studio. Uh, So this is our first time doing our sessions from home. So I'm in my guest room slash office, just terrified about the construction noise and possibly my two-year-old. So we'll see how this goes today. Fingers crossed. Yes. So MJ,
1: what's on your face? This week or today, I've been making a conscious effort in um, going through my beauty closet Mm -hmm. and kind of digging out the stuff that i've been neglecting stuff that's possibly expired, but also trying to give it a last shot so i'm using the hourglass liquid foundation do you remember oh, that launch yeah. ages ago seems like eons ago um after their successful stick foundation they mm-hmm. had a liquid foundation i think it was after they were acquired by estee lauder and i'm trying it and it's actually quite good um I'm using it with the KBD ModCon gel blush that I've been liking. Work. Yeah. Cause I was listening to another podcast and they were saying how a dermatologist said, you know, all of your cream blush pro- products might be, you know, contributing to congestion or reactions on your skin. And they were just like, yeah, just watch out for the cream blushes. So I've been switching to my gel blushes, like with huh. the lighter consistency, like the benefit ones and the KVD one. So I'm giving it a, Go. It's pretty good.
0: I can definitely vouch for the KVD one. I think it's actually really nice. The texture of it, the way it goes on, and yeah, it lasts and stays foolproof. for a long time. Yeah, I feel like KVD. I feel like she's just gonna come back. I don't know. I have like, I have a, a gut feeling that it's gonna do really. It's gonna like start to like kick up because I know like they had their big launch. uh What's the foundation? It was the TikTok foundation. The
1: Good Apple. I good have Good
0: Apple. It. Yeah, and I feel like that was just out of nowhere. And I just feel like they're really going to keep coming with like really cool stuff. I'm excited to see what they do like next year and the year after. Yeah,
1: I'm telling you, like if you have a product launch and you're a brand and you make it with a clear acrylic packaging, you know, with some (laughs) like fancy designs on it, I will guarantee that it's going to be a bop. It probably will. Anything clear. It's that Y2K aesthetic, you know. Sure is. So so speaking of my last items, or speaking of Y2K aesthetics, my last item for what's on my face this week is the Kaja mood balm. And it's those color changing balms. It basically looks black out of the bullet. Mm -hmm. And um, it changes into this really nice berry, like purpley berry color that really complements my skin tone.
0: Ooh, very nice. Yeah, Kaja is a bit, like, that's definitely giving, like, Y2K realness. It's fun. I love it.
1: What about you? What's on your face?
0: It. Um, I'm, you know, still living in my... Favorite, One of my favorite cleansers, Tatcha's Rice Wash Cleanser. Then again, a smash hit for me, use of the people's vitamin C serum. And then instead of doing a a cream, I did just a little bit of Augustina's Batters Facial Oil, which I love, love, love. So put just a little bit on that. And it like a little bit literally works your whole face without making it look like too greasy or oily. Like at night I'll do extra to give it that like grease face. Um so I did that and then topped it off with uh, Dr. Dennis Gross's SPF. Which one? And Dr. Dennis Gross?
1: Which or SPF? Which, the one in the yellow tube, the
0: Yeah, the one in the yellow tube. The new the new launch, the new the new SPF launch. I love it. It no cast, goes in really smooth. Um, and it obviously protects you from the sun. Like it, it does the the basics of what I need in, in SPF. And plus it has like, you know, obviously some skincare properties in it because it's Dr. Dennis Gross and like, he's a legend. So mm-hmm. love it. And then um, I'm using this new brand out called, I think it's Refy or refy uh, refy refy R-E-F-Y. I'm using their brow product. I love, I was a bit like, mm, they only have like a few products. Uh, and I wasn't too sure, but I tried the brow with like the pomade love, love, love really like gives your brows like a it, like using this product made me realize why there's so many people who are like, I just need a brow and I don't need anything else. Like I never understood that concept, but I since do. I've tried this brand now, I'm like, I totally get it.
1: Yeah. Like I'm so. thinking of getting my brows, um, embroider, tattoo, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever you I d- call it. I have it. mine done. Because it's something that I have to do every single day, especially as an Asian woman. I need my mm-hmm. brows to be there. They
0: need to just work. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I've never gotten it, but now I get it after using this brand. I really like it. And then I am using, similar to you, using similar brands, KVD, their tattoo liner. It's just, it's good like i don't know how else is it to describe it it's a it's good so i'm using that and last but not least to keep my lips youthful looking i'm using euphoria's lip gloss how did you get
1: it how did you get it how did i get it i mean you ordered it without me no i (laughs) what the fuck This is like a betrayal of our, of our friendship. Betrayal. No, I mean, you know, I. We're going to have to talk about this afterwards. We'll talk about
0: it later. I do have, I do have some of their stuff. I enjoy Euphoria. Honestly, I think, I I think the brand's really cool and their gloss. Like I love that the Y2K stuff, it really is all about like youthful looking lips, which is I love and they offer that.
1: So I'm in. So that's what's on my face. Awesome. Shall we get into beauty news?
0: Yes. Beauty news.
1: Beauty news. So for beauty news, mm. this week we have an interesting development. I received an article about a TikTok condo in LA. Work. It's called, it's this very exclusive development. It's like a members only club. It's called 10,000. It's 40 stories, 283 units on the sprawling, you know, 2.4 acres. And it's situated in, in LA between an Equinox and a Margiela boutique. So very, very oh, wow. good location. And they have high security Buttonless elevators, no intruders allowed. And basically, the concierge will make sure that if you enter this building, you only go where you need to go. Like everywhere, security clad. Okay. And so, this hotel has been having a moment because it's like a five star hotel crossed with a summer camp for LA influencers and budding TikTok stars. It's great. I wish I could be in it. But it's really recognizable because every single unit has the same appliances, the same fixtures. And so if you follow all the TikTok stars like Addison Ray, Olivia Jade and the Demilios and whoever else, they often will pick will post pictures of them in similar kitchens or working out from the same pool, the same gym. But this condo, I'm telling you, it has it all. There's a breakfast buffet, an indoor and outdoor pool, totally Instagrammable, a lifestyle concierge who can book you all of your restaurant reservations, and a butler who will order your groceries and then organize it in your fridge and pantry like you're a Kardashian.
0: Okay, I think this is obviously extremely cool I think I have a few questions on this (laughs) one if you have this like catered to lifestyle where like everything is pretty much laid out for you and you just live and you're just like yourself, then why are you interesting for me to watch? Like, I think part of what people enjoy about things like TikTok and Instagram is like, you're seeing somebody in their own natural habitat. Like I'm going to Target or I'm, you know, cleaning my house or this is my makeup room or my beauty room and I'm going to fix it. Like you have something interesting like about you or uniquely you that you are then
1: having to like, roll out in front of other people. Or you can just be hot and be showing off your, you know, hot body and be doing like lip syncs and stuff and dances. I feel maybe, and maybe there's some people who they're like really into that. But for me, like the
0: Kardashians, I feel like if I want to see that, I'll just watch them. Like, I don't need to watch Addison Rae do that because like, for what? Like, I feel like you... You know, I want like real TikTokers and real influencers who are in their own space creating things, like instead of being in this like sterile TikTok environment where they're just going to like really nice restaurants. Like, where's the in there's that's not I don't find that interesting. And then I also want to know is this house available to all kinds of like influencers and like famous TikTokers, or is it just going to be like the same? girls and guys that you you know you kind of see on your for you page like is it diverse are there going to be like famous asian tiktokers famous black tiktokers famous that's a Indian good question TikTokers? so the proper- tiktok is big globally like are you guys going to have people from india up in this crib too i mean you know equality diversity
1: I'm not sure how diverse this place is, but it sounds like it's not going to be. That's why I'm a bit like uh. no, no. T- to be fair, I-, I looked into the history of this development called Ten Thousand, and it mm. started back in the day um, as a place where tech bros and you know um, wealthy foreigner, um, you know socialites and kids would come and live. But mm. now, within the past year since 2019, they've seen an uptick in influencers. So So I bet it's something like if you sign with an agency, like a talent agency, and they just want you to create, create more and more content, they will throw you into one of these condos that go for 10K a month for a one bedroom studio up to 65K. And they'll say, stay here. You're next to these, you know, like you're next to so-and-so hang out with them and just create content every day. So do you know Do you remember back in the day when they had the um, collab houses for TikTok, like Drip Crib, Sway House, Girls in the Valley, like that one house where it was all these, you know, dudes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just like, stay in the house. You guys can cross pollinate followers and you can share, you know, your audiences with other influencers and create, you know, dancing content or whatever. So I feel like it's an industry, you know, approach.
0: I also I mean, I'm not trying to poo poo on this news, but I also feel like this is a hotbed for like a me too situation or like a few tell all books of how people were like treated. Yeah, I didn't eat for two weeks because nobody else was eating and they were calling me fat. I just I see that or like someone's just going to be like this person was a monster to me and like Mm. was so like I I I feel like everyone's going to be smiling now and in 10 years we'll see their book. (laughs) <laughs> you heard it
1: here first.
0: <laughs> okay. And I also want to really quickly say that a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, it's playing out later in actual news. Just, I mean, this this may be a fortune teller situation. Mm-hmm. I'm just letting you know, like, yeah. we're spitting fire. I agree with here. that. Thanks. Next in beauty news is number seven. Uh, which is a UK boots brand. So they're about 83 years old. They are rebranding and speaking to diversity. So those of you who don't know how boots is like super popular in the UK, they, you know, Fenty launched in boots. Like they're just pretty much a huge beauty player in boots who I think maybe now are having to hi- run a little bit faster now that Sephora is going into the UK. Anyways, so they are, you know, launching re- rebranding and a big conversation that they're having is around committing to showing diversity in skincare. Um so I think some things that people have been saying in a few articles that I've read that have been Um, basically, you know, people of color's skin is really underrepresented um, in beauty. And there's really no information on how ingredients affect people of color's skin. So, for example, you know, I know a lot of people who don't really know a lot about ingredients like retinol um, because they, you know, feel like it says it's for fine lines and wrinkles. But if you don't feel like you suffer from fine lines and wrinkles, then maybe you're not going to be super inclined to use products that you know that have retinol in it when in actuality retinol is amazing for everyone um so it's you know their goal is really their their goal campaign is uh we see you and it's really just to try to shed light on you know different type of skin in the industry and how ingredients you know affect skin and i think it's mainly uh targeted at you know Black women, um, and I would assume um, Indian women because you do have like a strong Indian population in in places like the UK. But I do know that whenever you see a lot of before and afters in skincare, it tends to be on, you know, Caucasian skin. Mm. Um, You don't normally see how things affect black and brown skin, which can be very... I guess, challenging and really kind of tough to manage when you don't see yourself. Or, or And sometimes you don't even know if you have like, you know, medical issues. I've actually seen a lot of, um, you know, I remember during, I can't remember when it was, it was a few Octobers ago during Breast Cancer Month, but a friend sent me pictures of what your breasts would look like if you had breast cancer and you were black. And I was like, when I saw it, I was like, oh shit, like, I would have no idea because if you Google what does my breast look like, you know, for people who have breast cancer, it's all white women's breasts. Mm. So you would just, if you saw your breasts, since, you know, as a black, I'm black. If I look at my breasts and something is off, I'm probably like, oh, it's probably nothing when in actuality, it could be something much more major but i don't have any examples to show me
1: right so it's like mostly about the lack of representation or diversity in things like research or medical papers when it comes to formulations or you know consumer products where people of color are not being asked to do research and you're and they're mostly focusing on you know white women or white skin problems or from you know that kind of background Exactly, exactly. So they're really going to start showing,
0: you know, what fine lines and wrinkles looks like in black skin, which, I mean, a lot of people say things like, you know, black don't crack and things like that, but it does. So I think, you know, and it can maybe, I hope they show before and afters of what your skin can look like if you start using products like retinols or AHAs um, to, you know, improve your skin. So I think it's a really interesting take because, you know, we definitely have the diversity. People are talking about it in makeup because everybody comes out with so many shades, Um, but to show it in skin, I think is super interesting and I'm very, very excited to see. And I hope that it's, you know, not only in, you know, black women or, you know, Indian women, but I also hope it's in, well, you know, Indian women are Asian women as well, but I also hope it's in, you know, Asian skin, you know, and different, um, there's a lot of different types of Asian skin, whether it's Southeast Asian or Chinese or Japanese. So I really hope that they really, you know, double down on their diversity and skincare talk and, and they represent everybody. And I, I hope that other brands follow suit. So very, very excited about that bit of beauty news. Mm. And then next is Live Tinted will now be available at Ulta.
1: What's you know live, live Tinted? Tinted?
0: Live Tinted is a brand founded by a Southeast Asian woman. It pretty much, they picked up a lot of traction when they started using red, like doing this red lipstick hack for under your eyes to kind of show that you could use red lipstick to like, um, like work out any hyperpigmentation on your face. And then like you put the red lipstick on and then you would put like a concealer over it. To hide the dark circles. To hide the dark circles. Yes. So it became um, like it went viral. Um, And now, they are the first Southeast Asia brand to join Alta. Um, The founder, Dipika, I might be saying her name wrong, Dipika Mutuyala. Mutuyala. Um, She just raised three million in funding, Um, FYI, she's fucking gorgeous. I don't know if you've seen her, a picture of her, she's very, very pretty. so yeah, I'm like really excited that like we're you know starting to see more South Asian representation in, in beauty. Um, obviously, you you know you have like your Vicky size of the world and you have your um, Sabrina Tan from Skin Inks of the world, you know, who are, you know, of either Chinese or ABC, you know, descent. But I think it's really great to see, you know, some Southeast Asian brown
1: girls getting out yeah. there and getting some money in those stores. Good. Because I love Wander Beauty. And that's another one from Southeast Asia. Um, I have to try Live Tinted. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And then also like a little thing also in Ulta, because
0: I'm a big fan of this celebrity. uh, Tony Braxton. (laughs) I know. I feel like some of the people listening are going to be like, who? Uh, Tony Braxton's a super famous singer.
1: Break, Break my my heart. heart. Stay in love. Okay, Eat that's
0: it. enough. I could do this all night, really, like just like <laughs> silently. I'm a huge fan of Tony Braxton. She has launched a, a vegan beauty line in Ulta called Nude Sugar. Low key, it's the brand that J Lo could have given us. Ooh, uh, it's possible. Missed I opportunity. Mean, it's a missed opportunity. She has body creams, body sprays, all like these are all things I love personally so i'm really really excited i'm like trying to figure out how i can get my hands on it but that is also an alta um and a little bit more news tinks and keels i love tinks yeah tinks aka christina najara i think that's how you say your name oh najra 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 it's two j's
1: she's like the dating guru on tiktok who gives like really good advice her she her thing
0: is like i'm your um i'm like a rich beverly hills mom like that's her goal she's 30 years old she has 1.6 million followers on tiktok she's not
1: a mom though she's like she's a not. single girl like looking for some action and on yeah. tinder and active
0: But she's always just like, she's like, you know, you've moved to L.A. from a small town. You want to like be seen. You date some piece of shit rich guy. You go to Nobu on Thursdays. You go to this restaurant on Fridays. Like she's like gives you all of like the lowdown of what you're supposed to do. And she's like, got to get a G-Wagon. Like it's just (laughs) non-negotiable. Like she's really funny. She's great. I love her. And I, I wasn't sure about her at first. Because I was just like, cause I kept seeing her come up in my For You page. And I was just like, mm, I don't know about this. But she is like a really like, I feel like she clearly has money. And she's like very much like girl next door. But like not like, obno- like she's not like Addison Ray. Like Addison Ray, I just can't. Like, I, you know, I have more power to Addison Ray for all the things she's doing. But I just, like, it's just to put on whereas I feel like Tinks is just like very disarming mm. and like she's just like oh accessible like, She she's accessible yes, exactly I do like her but she's doing a collaboration with Kiehl's so Kiehl's who is owned by L'Oreal group uh, it's a 170 year old brand which I didn't know how old Kiehl's was um, they're going to basically use her star power to drive the reformulation of some of their key skews. So she has like a little thing, you know, on online um, in her little tinks kit. It's a body, a dry body oil, an ultra face cleanser, a facial cream,
1: um, a pore cleansing mask and an eye treatment with avocado. So are they reformulating these products where they've already been reformulated but packaged it, into a... Set.
0: they're reformulating these products. So they're pretty much using oh. her to drive. So what what happens a lot? So just like a bit of insider um, tips for you, or insider info for you guys. Is that what happens a lot is sometimes brands reformulate. And when they reformulate, it's like a whole process. Because if you have like, an, you know, a, and I, I say SKU a lot, but that means a product. If you have an SKU in store and you're reformulating, that means that like the ingredients change, which means that you then need to change your UPC, which is like a your unique product code, you have to basically pull everything from the shelves and you have to put the new product back on the shelf. So it's actually a really, really... Um, for a merchandiser, like if somebody's like, we're reformulating and we're repackaging, you just want to shoot yourself in the fucking foot because now you have to go through, you have to count your stock. You either have to return everything. If you know, you have those clauses in your contract or you have to see how much you can sell down and like what your losses might be when they bring the new reformulation in. And the other thing is that you have to really make sure that you clear everything out because if your website pictures look different from what's in the store or vice versa, customers are going to complain. Um, it's a whole process. So what happens is for some brands, because it's quite costly to reformulate, they'll come to you and you'll say, what do you have that's new for 2022? And sometimes they'll be like, oh, we're reformulating as a merchant. You're just kind of like. Who gives a fuck? It's the same thing that you had before, but you're just like repackaging it. So this is actually super genius of Kiehl's to say we're reformulating, but we're gonna like push it with Tinks, who's a super popular, and as you said, accessible influencer. She can drive, hopefully, sales, and then we can get people interested in these products that we've just spent all this money, you know, pulling old stock from all of our stores and putting in new stock.
1: I'm glad this is so, happening because Kiehl's isn't really an exciting brand. Like what's exciting <laughs> that's come out of Kiehl's? Whenever I walk by, there's that freaking skeleton doctor. Mr. And Bones, a lab Mr. Bones, he's super famous. <laughs> they need to get rid of Mr. Bones. And he's their guy. I don't know. Like Keels, I feel their like mascot. they're choosing a direction. I mean, I feel like Kiehl's can go down the direction of becoming mass, going into, you know, pharmacies and becoming one of mm. those brands like iconic like Aven or La Roche-Posay or CeraVe like but they're now choosing they're, they're choosing violence basically <laughs> and going down the influencer route and I wish them the best of luck
0: I mean I I think it's a I think it's a it's an it, it's a it is a bit of a Hail Mary um, because they are like an old brand and you're right. They do kind of toe that like, are you like a La pro se kind of like brand? But they are, they're they're duty-free, normally does really, really well for them. So duty-free meaning that they're like, they're in all the, a lot of international airports. Um, they're in Sephora in the US. Uh, they have a pretty solid, solid business. So, I mean, I, I think if they can do this and make it work, I wouldn't be surprised if other brands say, hey, you know what? We're also reformulating. It's super costly. We don't really get like, you're not going to get a bunch of play for reformulation. Play meaning like, you know, retailers aren't going to be like, we're going to give you, you know, all kinds of like marketing spend. So why not try this route, you know, by working with somebody, you know, like Tinks, who really does have a good reach. Like I... I'm quite hard to please as far as influencers and I really like her. So, um, I think it'll, yeah, I think, I think it'll be interesting. It's 98 USD um, for that kit. And last bit of uh, beauty news, Glow Recipe just got a minority investment. It's your favorite um, brand. brand. It is. I love this brand. I think they're, I, I love them. I think they're great. Um, while the investment is unknown, the brand says that it will help uh, funding with team expansion, marketing, and scaling the business. It is a top ten skincare brand in uh, with retailers like Cult,
1: uh, Mecca, and Sephora's around the world that's exciting i mean i think glow recipe they're very aggressive in their product development you know every mm, they sure are. are they gonna run out of fruits is my <laughs> is my concern <laughs> i mean there's only so many fruits in the world and they have they're already are. half of them <laughs> i mean guava
0: they, i mean the guava thing i was like a hey, what's the guava thing is- again the guava is their new vitamin C um, launch. It's like a, it's guava the, is the fruit that they're using. I mean, there's vitamin C in so many different fruits. They're just finding new ones to like have the conversation around, which I think is fucking genius. Yeah. So that's their, their newest big launch is the guava launch, which I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard that it's like I outstanding. Try it. I,
1: I'm, I try I'm it down too. for anything with vitamin C these days. That's exactly. not a
0: gross texture. No, it's like, it's, and all of their other stuff was like really great. So, I mean, I think it's really, I think it's exciting and they need the, as you mentioned, the marketing spend. They really do, Mark their marketing is genius. Um, they're, you know, they came out and they were like, we're not going to talk about, you know, poreless. It's not possible. It doesn't make sense. Like they really, th- I feel like they're really thinking um, when they're creating. And I mean, the brand is, was made by like two ex-L'Oreal people. And so, you know, I think it's, they're they're smart. They're super smart. I'm excited to see what they do next. Me too. Good luck to you, Glow Recipe. Mm-hmm. So now on to our topic of today. I mean, it's not really beauty related.
1: No, it's more like (laughs) internet-related, where basically the backstory is we saw all of this content pop up in the last week and a half, like less than two weeks, right? Oh, longer than that, because it's
0: been out in Asia for, like people in Asia have been watching it for like, it's been a month almost, honestly. So
1: it's basically, it's Squid Game, guys. And if you haven't heard of it, we're going to tell you what it is. I personally have not watched it, disclaimer, but Sade knows all about it. and um, sure do. I've seen it so much on social media, on TikTok, on IG. I see even like brands playing into it, you know, like people carving the shapes into compacts (laughs) and stuff. I just need to know what it is. Can you tell me what it is?
0: Okay, so pretty much the game is, it's a contest where you have like almost 500 players who are all in like different walks of life, but like everybody in the world, pretty much, they are deeply, deeply in debt. And in order to get out of this debt, they are do- going to play children's games with deadly consequences for losing. The um, the prize is forty five billion. I don't know what it is in Korean. Won. 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 Forty five billion won, which I think ends up being like a shit ton of money in like USD. Um, so pretty much the creator made this based off of you know his own struggles with you know money and uh, you know it's a struggle that a lot of people have and i think the show really talks about you know class and you know the class disparity um and you know netflix i think was pretty genius for picking it up i i would assume that they'd seen what a lot of these like k-drama shows are doing uh you know globally and they basically were like let's let's do it and it's been the number one show on Netflix it's been really quite popular like in my for you page I've been seeing it since like for about a month I think because people were just everybody was talking about it and I think what everybody talks about the most is the red light green light that's a game that's the game so this is like a red light green light is a game that you play when you were a kid where like you would have to you know you would stand at like you'd be in a park or a field and one person would stand all the way at the front and they'd say red light or they'd say green light and then you would try to run as fast as you can to get to where that person was and then in the middle somewhere you would say red light and then you'd have to freeze I think when I was a kid it was actually red light green light yellow light and yellow light meant that you had to walk but you couldn't like run oh I
1: remember okay yeah yes. right
0: And so basically it's like a, it's a digitized version of this. So there's this like little, like big, big headed little girl standing at the front of this tree and she's, you know, she's saying red light, green light, but she's like singing it in Korean. And when she turns around, if you're not completely frozen, uh, she looks at you, scans you. And then from the sides of this big, like not dome but like this big room that you're not a, I don't even know what it's not a room but this big area that you're in you get shot and you die
1: wow that's intense so,
0: <laughs> so I mean that's the one that every that's you, the one that you see and I don't, I'm not going to even try to imitate the noise that or the sound that she's making but she's pretty much saying red light green light and then you know she's just and then so I think in one of the scenes people start to realize oh are Is she actually, like, are people actually being shot? And then when they realize that people are being shot, then everybody starts running because they don't want to play anymore. And then if you're moving when it's supposed to be red light, the, the bullets are just going to hit you because you're not supposed to be moving so like there's this huge massacre scene where all these people get shot and everyone's just like oh my god and now it's become like quite popular there's uh, other scenes where like you have to like break apart this cookie in the shape that it's given you and give it back in like the, the exact shape and if you break it then you lose so there's all
1: these like different games that everyone's playing that are like children's games this sounds um, like a low like a budget version of the hunger games where the games are less elaborate and more (laughs) more budget and a bit more downtrodden it sounds harrowing yeah which is which is why my like
0: I've been trying to I've watched like the first episode my husband is refusing to watch it with me because we watched like a clip of it and he saw like the massacre and he was just like
1: yeah no I'm not like Jeff hates scary movies but is it scary or is it like sad Like, are there zombies and like supernatural things, or is it just, you know? I just think watching it, like it's like your, it's like your typical like
0: gore level, Mm. like that you would see like in like Korean films,
1: where it's like, yeah, they do it so well. They really do. Like Kingdom, they do it really, really well. What was that one with Um, the zombies? Bus is it Busan?
0: Train to, Train to Busan. To bu- <gasps> yes. I'm not. I'm not like I. I can't like it. Like it literally. I watched it with like my hands it's over. So my It's like, so good though. There's something scary.
1: about it that is so good. Okay. It's terrifying. Now I know so, what Squid Game is. Final. So I mean, it's
0: super popular. I I think what I I find interesting is just like what we as a people are now. Like this is great television, and like the whole <laughs> world is like. We're all just a little bit poor and we're all just, uh, you know, possibly looking at who we would be in this game where we try to figure out, you know, if we can win all this money and get rid of all of our problems. It's kind of, it's an interesting, it's an interesting show and it's super duper popular. And I love, I'm here for it. I hope that we can get like more K Korean, you know, shows on major players like Netflix, because it shows what people on the other side of the world, especially for like, like Westerners. It shows like the way that they think and their cinematic of, of, you know, strengths. So I'm excited about
1: it. I think it's super cool. Okay, fine. I'll watch it. Please do. Okay, done.
0: Things we're obsessed with. Off to our obsessions. Ooh, what are you obsessed with this week? Okay, so I am obsessed with it's uh it's called a liquid IV hydration hydration sachets. They're like these little things that you put in water. They're like these little like I don't know what you they're like a little tube sachet. You put it in water. Um, you like open it, and you put it in water, and it really helps with like hydration. Is it a powder? So it's in a powder form. Okay. So after my first COVID shot, I'm took Pfizer. You and I went to, we went together. Yes. Um, I I got Pfizer. And immediately, immediately, I was freezing fucking cold. And I remember being in the car with you on the way back being like, aren't you cold? And you were like, no, no I'm fine. I'm going to go get bubble tea and, <laughs> and do some shopping. <laughs> like, what are you? you Are you feeling sick? And I was like, I think I'm dying. <laughs> and you were like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to go to cost. Okay, see you later. Bye. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? I walked in my house. I go to my husband. I'm like, Jess, the air is on. Why is it freezing in here? And he just looked at me and he was just like, get the go, go to bed, go to bed now. You're clearly sick. And I was out for like 48 hours. Like I couldn't believe it. And so I was really nervous about getting my second shot. And so my girlfriend, Alana, in she's in, she isn't, she's been in Hawaii since March. She lives in Singapore, but is in Hawaii now. She was like, oh, everyone's taking this liquid hydration thing. And you have zero symptoms after you take the shot. And I was like, what? So I bought it and... what did I, you buy it? Um, okay, I'm lying. My friend bought it and she <laughs> gave me one. And then I ended... Because it was so good, I went and bought my own, my own packet. I bought it from Amazon. Um, they stop have it giving
1: on, Jeff Bezos money. Look. Go to Shopee. Who,
0: who am I going to give it to then? Shopee or Lazada. Stop Shop, giving L- Jeff Lizata Bezos money. Lazada doesn't have it. iHerb <sighs> is always sold out of it. I think Lazada does have it, but they have... Flavors I don't want and I don't really like, I don't know about shopping. So (laughs) I gave good old other Jeffrey a lot of money and I took my second shot and I was like, absolutely fine. And I had other friends that have done the same thing, like even from the first and they were absolutely fine. So I I now take it like a few times a week. I like put it in my drink with my collagen. And it's just like it. I feel like I'm getting it's like basically like a strong level of electrolytes. Okay, Which I'm like excited about.
1: Yeah. Why not? What are you obsessed with MJ? I am obsessed with the Dr. Bronner peppermint hand sanitizer. It comes in a spray in this blue bottle. It comes in lavender and peppermint, but I don't do lavender after a traumatic experience at a vegan (laughs) restaurant where they served me this lavender dessert and it was awful. And since then I cannot do lavender, but this peppermint flavor from dr bronner's is delightful like you know when you smell Mm. something like an essential oil and then you just want to keep smelling it like your nose is addicted to it yeah it's like those thai inhalers (gasps) or you know what i mean
0: oh i fucking love okay so
1: you have to try this hand sanitizer it's a spray which is so convenient because you know when you feel gross and just want to spray the entire surface Mm. of the table and your hands and everything and i just love it. I stocked up on it and I hope I am never without because I think the smell is really important when you want to, you know, say that something is changing states. You you know what I mean? Like when you enter into like a a store, you smell Mm. something different. When you like smell something that's gone off, it smells different. So I think smell is really important, especially when you want to say that something is clean, you know? Of course. Yeah, I'd
0: like, it. okay, that's great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. Dr. Bron- can wait, do you, you said you stocked up.
1: Can I just have? I'll, I'll trade you for a euphoria lip gloss. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, I can do that. I can definitely do that.
0: I'll trade you a, okay, for damn. a euphoria gloss. <laughs> um, well, that's all we got, guys. Thank you for listening. And also, we've been putting out so many episodes we really appreciate all of the feedback that we're getting from you guys um, about the show. We're really happy a lot of you like it.
1: But uh, we need more five star reviews. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, like,
0: if you just if you could get on to all the platforms we're on and just listen and give us a review, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, But please do follow us on Instagram at what's on your face underscore. Also follow us on TikToks. The TikToks that MJ won't participate with me in um, on what's on your (laughs) face underscore. She refuses. We'll see. To be my TikTok muse. Um, and then also, again, subscribe and review. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We are now on Amazon Podcasts. We are on most podcasting platforms. Please listen and give us five stars. Last but not least, this podcast was brought to you by Splice Studios. And thank you, Farah, for our cover art. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Hey.